0: Watching the show, another big shocking factor for me was I mean, yes, I saw my first penis on Chat Roulette, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> but Chat Roulette was so That's a good wedding then. story. I mean, it's out, it's on public record now, so <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you can't judge a good book by its cover. You can't tell, dear, if it's good or bad. The cover may be. Hi, everyone. We are Pause, Play, Repeat, a podcast about podcasts. And I'm
1: Anya. And I'm Saga.
0: Today, we're talking to you about something that, if you have lived anywhere in the West and you have ever stayed at home for any reason whatsoever during the day, you have seen this show on TV. It is a daytime show turned into a podcast. And it is Catfish. So we're here talking about kind of a Jerry Springer, Jeremy Kyle in a podcast form. And it's a podcast from Wondery and MTV Production. So it's taken directly from TV, turned into a podcast. And it's a big throwback, at least for me. I mean, Ziggy, you said you've never seen
1: it. How? It's so strange. I (laughs) had never heard of this show. Like America's Next Top Model, yes. I like me and my sister staying up and watching on YouTube, America's Next Top Model. Yes, I've been there. Catfish? Never even heard of it.
0: That's so bizarre. So strange. Catfish for me is kind of coming home after university, sitting down with a cup of tea in the living room. And if you turn on the television, it's always Catfish. I don't know if, you, if you've noticed this, Ziggy, but the big thing that I feel like all of us kind of talked a lot about when we were watching Catfish or anybody who's grown up in the 2000s, early 2000s, let would say, we all talked about the guy, Max, who just holds a camera, but you never see the footage from the camera. What is going on with that? We don't know. We don't know. It was the greatest mystery. The greatest mystery of catfish was actually the guy called Max holding a camera. He was the biggest catfish the of all. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: so true.
0: Here's to set the scene. It's early 2000s. You might have a MySpace. You might have a Bebo. Did you ever have a Bebo? I remember the Bebo days. And
1: then see, and then you listened to, you listed all these things. I never had any of these either. You have been living under a rock. (laughs) I lived a different. (laughs) Yeah. What happened to to Google? Like, we did like Google the Gmail chat. That was like our big thing. Imagine if somebody wrote to Catfish and was like, oh, I met this
0: person on Google Hangouts. (laughs) I don't know. Before
1: it was called Google Hangouts, it was just sort of like the Gmail chat.
0: Okay. We are talking about exactly that. We're talking about the early 2000s. Social media is on the rise. Maybe you sometimes go into chat roulette, uh, really traumatizing stuff. And you find the love of your life. Catfish comes in and to ruin all the perfect romantic relationships that you have built online and expose the lies of the people behind the screen. And the host, Nev Schulman, his his co-host, Max Joseph, and his later co-host, Kami Crawford, suss out the situation and give it to you straight. Like, who is your secret lover? Who is on the other side of the screen? Are they who they claim to be? And if they aren't, they are just that. They're a catfish. So... That's the term for a person who is trying to hide behind a new identity to kind of lure you into a romantic relationship. You would call them a catfish. But uh, sometimes these podcast episodes do actually turn out all right. (laughs) And people
1: do connect and sometimes love blooms. I'm surprised there weren't more catfish that are like 50-year-old men. And a lot more catfish trying to get money out of you. I was surprised that they've done the show for so long. Maybe they try not to pick ones that are quite sinister i mean because i could imagine that like a lot of catfish is just like he's a 50 year old man in you know um azerbaijan <laughs> who wants to try to get a bunch of money out from you you know like no yeah azerbaijan, but you know what i mean like the randomness <laughs> so i feel like they choose them so that they'll be kind of even the horrible ones are still kind of okay yeah, I feel like catfishing could get pretty ugly.
0: I think maybe that is why the show is because I think the show is very addicting. It's so the the podcast is exactly the same as the TV show, but they made it more audio friendly by kind of including descriptions of people, which sounds a bit odd sometimes. <laughs> but we can talk about that a little bit later. And um you know, and they've made it kind of ear-friendly, so you don't need to see the people. But I think that is why you is so addicting because you kind of keep expecting that the next episode will go horribly wrong and it will be this sixty-year-old guy who will be like, "Oh yeah, mm. I've been I've enrolled you into a pyramid scheme. And mm. <laughs> I have been trolling you for years to get some, I don't know, to get more money from you or something." But yeah, yeah exactly. you're totally right. Most of the people actually turned out to be family members catfishing family, family members? members or even if they're what?
1: randos they're like i mean they're obviously a little strange because they're catfishing people but you know they have a lot of their own issues and yeah. blah, blah blah. they're working through a lot of stuff they have a lot of their own traumas or whatever it's it's very rarely just like criminals which i feel yeah. like a lot of catfish in the world are just like criminals yeah and just are trying to get your money
0: Yeah, it's true. And I mean, Mm -hmm. and also just the amount of trust people put into these things and they'll be like, yeah, I send my nude photos to this person I've never met. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, early 2000s were wild. It was like the wild, wild west (laughs) of of the internet. Uh, Maybe the world was better because people trusted each other more, but also, wow. So, okay, now that, because obviously you've never seen Catfish, still shocking. I don't know. I don't know how you did this. Uh, What did you think of it before you, got into it before you started listening
1: i guess i i thought it was gonna be this because i have watched other reality tv like i know how it works you know um (laughs) maybe i just thought the podcast would be a bit more podcasty uh so i mean you could
0: probably have the same experience listening to the cat catfish the podcast if you just turn off your tv and just listen to the audio of the show
1: but exactly like that, that's what felt so crazy. So it feels a lot like listening to it, but then because it's made for your ears, like you know, ne- you know, if you were just listening to the show, there would probably be moments where you have to look over and be like, wait, what's happening? Whereas mm-hmm. this, you never do. So it kind of feels like you're listening to a show, you know, you're doing the dishes and the shows on the background. You're just listening to it. Um, yeah, yeah it just, it was literally the TV show just yeah. in a podcast version, in yeah. essence.
0: That is it. What is, is there? Do you
1: think there's a value of them recreating an old TV show into a podcast? Well, when I, because I started, so I did the opposite of everyone probably on the planet. And I listened to the podcast first, which I'm very (laughs) proud of. um, You're an inspiration. I only listen to it when it's a podcast first. You know, it's like people who wait for books to come. a movie. I'm like, I'll listen to it when it's a podcast. Um, But um, I think at first when I was listening to the podcast, I was like, makes sense it's a podcast like it's kind of fun like kind of cool that they took took the show but that's because I didn't realize how massive it was and when I watched the show and I was like wait they have eight st- seasons of this show and you know like we were talking about earlier like each episode is quite similar like do they really need to also make a podcast like it just doesn't feel super necessary you know like I, not to shade the podcast I enjoyed listening to it I just don't really understand who is the demographic because most people have seen the show or they just watch the show if they wanted to and they don't add anything different like we we're saying it's mm. basically just a tv show in podcast format so is it like people who are really busy commuting so they can't watch it so they can just listen to it on the way to work like I don't know that was yeah yeah a little a little confusing to me
0: I think you are one of the only people in the world who is so demographic maybe <laughs> you yeah. Maybe because podcasts are more popular now, um, and because younger people listen to podcasts a lot, maybe this was kind of a revival of like, let's get the Gen Zers into catfish. <laughs>
1: Which like a world, the world where MTV is trying to pander to young people by becoming, in essence, a radio show. I like, know. Who have I, ever foreseen that? Like 10 years ago, if you had said MTV is going to try to get big <laughs> on radio, you know, <laughs> everyone would have thought you were crazy. So I love technology. It goes in strange directions.
0: I know. It really is amazing. And it's amazing that it works because there's so many people, so many people listening to the show. I looked at the reviews and people are loving it. Really? Yeah. But I think that's why people love it, because like you said, it feels like TV, but just easy because you don't actually have to look. Mm.
1: (laughs) Well, it makes me wonder if maybe it's good for people who aren't really podcast listeners, but like Mm.
0: are interested
1: in the premise. It really is very different than traditional podcasts. So for me, it's a little like as someone who loves podcasts like as they are, because that's what I've listened to the most, the traditional Mm. structure of like a narrator who like really is narrating the story or whatever, in-depth interviews and Mm. all that stuff. It's not that. So in a way, it feels weird to me. Someone who loves podcasts, I don't really see why they would necessarily like love this because the structure is very different.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for Um, sure. And we did already mention this too, but the way that they did try to change it is by having these descriptions. I told my partner (laughs) that we were listening to Catfish the podcast and he was like what the hell part of the fun of seeing the show is seeing the person on the other side feels Mm -hmm. like that big reveal and you want to see them and i was like well actually it doesn't that to me didn't really make so much of a difference because they did describe they describe the people so when they meet somebody and they always use (laughs)
1: about like three of the same sentences but okay but let's just talk about those descriptions because they are ridiculous like it's someone like she is wearing like and literally they'll describe someone and then she'll appear in like the next day like today she's wearing jeans and, a purple top yeah. and has her hair up with a little butterfly clip you're like <laughs> what <laughs> and it just it just to me it feels like someone who's never produced a podcast before would write that way because they're like oh this isn't TV. Uh, This is audio. I have to describe everything because no one can see it. The whole point with a podcast is that visuals don't really matter unless they're super crucial to the story. So it did feel a little like it was written by someone who's not really listened to many podcasts. I have to admit,
0: like some of the descriptions, like you say, were kind of like, okay, they're wearing this. But sometimes I would say things like, oh, he looked very cool or like she looked very blah. Okay. Now you're just like passing judgment on how people look.
1: No, it's true. Well, I think that and this is just for the TV show as well. It's not, it, it's not only for the podcast. Like how they feel about the catfishing is very much dependent on how that person looks. Cause it's so often when the person who's being catfished is attractive, they're like, why would you ever fall for this? Like you're hot, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, like <laughs> what? So you have to be like, not conventionally attractive to like the sad person who's going to be catfished. Yeah, but anyway. that's Yeah, just yeah the no, I agree with general. you.
0: Maybe because of the way that they have adapted it to make it into a podcast, these things become a lot more obvious, but it does seem like the TV show in general has placed itself in a position where they kind of, they try to skirt around these subjects like class and all of, oh, you know, yeah. race and oh, all 100%. of these things Yeah, without like saying them, but because they're not they're not saying any of this stuff, it makes it feel really awkward and really like I don't know. It didn't feel super nice to hear the host kind of describe people yeah. and how they look. So, the two, I like already mentioned their names, but Neve Shulman is the host of the show. And I think he's the reason why he is a host. I feel like I remember seeing this somewhere is because he was actually at one point catfished. And so mm. that's why he's the co host, is because he had this mm-hmm. experience as well. And then Max Joseph. And then there's yeah. Kami Crawford,
1: who is probably the the host I enjoyed the most um feels like they brought her in because they're like wow these are some really traumatized people who have a lot of problems and they probably should go to therapy let's bring in a woman yeah she can, like, be nice to them and make them yeah, feel yeah, a little yeah. little more comfortable like she gave yeah. me that vibe like they were like a let's little, bring in the yeah. woman just make people feel a bit nicer <laughs> you yeah
0: know? yeah so what did you think of the to- like of the other hosts
1: To be honest, going in completely, you know, blind Mm -hmm. um, with just listening to the podcast, um, I could not tell the difference between their voices. I could not tell who was who, um, you know, when it was the both men, obviously. Um, And I just, yeah, I, I... it, they had very similar voices. It was like when they, when one, like when Neve was being skeptical or when Max was being skeptical, I don't even know who was being skeptical. And they were like, Max is always being so skeptical. And their voices were indistinguishable. I sort of was just like, okay, they're one host. <laughs> like in my mind, they were one host. But also, when I watched the TV show, mm. there's a lot of maybe these were the later seasons because last night I watched the later seasons, but there was a lot of like banter with just them two in between scenes and like, ha ha, and they're so friendly. Oh, really? Um, mm. So there is a little bit more banter between the hosts and like that is completely like they don't have that in the podcast at all with how you're responding that the I mean, the TV show wasn't like that to begin with either. But um not sure. Yeah. So I don't know. But I also think just in some like. And Analy- like analyzing, analyzing catfish, but <laughs> analyzing this podcast as a podcast is just really interesting how they chose to to use the kind of role of narrator, right? Because in a podcast, a narrator is very important, like, and they have a huge role. And honestly, a narrator in most traditional podcasts, if you think of like Radiolab or This American Life or any of Serial, any of the big ones, the narrator is telling most of the story, actually. And maybe even some of the really big, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, really big sort of crux points or plot points plot twists a narrator can actually tell you that and i thought this podcast could have taken that direction like they could have actually had neve just being like hey everyone i'm neve today on our show you know like had him play a bit more of a narrator role and just because they have so much good audio so many so much good you know they recorded everything they have the sound for everything and that would have followed a more kind of traditional podcast structure and I didn't decide to do that, which like at first I was quite annoyed. And then I was like, but maybe it's cool because it's a little different. It's different mm-hmm. than any podcast we've ever listened to. It's a whole kind of new genre of podcast. It's like mm. reality podcast, you know, not reality TV, reality podcast. And so then I was like, huh, well, maybe this is kind of cool. They're doing something a little different. Mm. Um, but but I do feel like if the host, if, if Neve had been a little bit more of like the narrator and the kind of traditional podcasty sense, Maybe I would have liked, actually liked this podcast a bit more. I think if they had the hosts,
0: if they used the hosts more, it would have had a bit more of an investigative feel and kind of, Mm -hmm. oh, like we got this, like, now what do we do? What do we say next? And where do we go next? But it felt more scripted, Mm -hmm. I think, because of the way it was just taken from the TV show and plonked on audio, (laughs) essentially. Mm -hmm. But I think... We have to be real with ourselves, we have to be honest. It's a guilty pleasure kind of trash. It's a lovable trash. But how addicting is this kind of trash? Should we hate ourselves for loving it? What do you think?
1: Um, Should we hate ourselves?
0: (laughs) Should we hate ourselves?
1: <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I think that there are lots of issues of like class and race and all this stuff going on in the show that is never touched upon. Mm. And I feel like we're entering a sort of new dawn in time, hopefully, where these kind of issues become important. So the question is, does this type of show that doesn't acknowledge any of that stuff simplifies lots of very complicated issues? Is there a place for that in the future? Uh, you know, so that's one question. I also think what you were saying, yourself, which is, I feel like everyone's experience with reality TV, is that it's something you don't you don't actively seek it out. It just is on TV. And so you just watch it and it's addictive. So you're just watching it. And I just wonder in a world where you know with with streaming sites, with podcasts where you have to actively go and listen to a podcast, Mm. if people are going to be actively seeking out reality TV shows in the same way. I also don't think everything has to be so freaking make you think so much all the time. So, you know, it's nice to have something you can just shut off your mind or whatever. Mm. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I think it's and definitely Catfish the Podcast. If you're looking for some sort of deep dive into what catfishing is or how do we stop it? Or if you're in a similar situation as one of the people in Catfish, if you're looking for any sort of answer, do not listen to this podcast. You will not find answers here. So I don't think, obviously, I don't think we should hate ourselves. Um, but I think... I think maybe this just isn't worth it, maybe, you know, it's just not. if you're, if you're trying to not have that influence in your life, you don't want to be surrounded by reality TV, maybe this isn't the one for you. Because I, I have to admit, like, I've seen some really, really good reality TV lately.
1: The kind of Netflix documentary is really, like, its own genre.
0: Maybe this is, I feel like that kind of genre is a lot more appealing in today's kind of world right where we can Mm -hmm. connect with the people and it's over multiple episodes and you follow the same story I feel like that it seems to be a bit more accessible to us now well I'm just gonna ask you the next question I'm just gonna shut up for the next 10 minutes as you rip it apart what is the podcast missing (laughs) can it be less trash and more of like hey this is a big problem in the world and how do we change it or would that ruin
1: it yeah yeah Yeah, so like listening to this, I was thinking a lot about like, okay, is this a new genre? Is like reality podcast a new genre, you know, which they've obviously done through this podcast because it really is its own thing. It really is reality TV in podcast format. Um, And I think that the premise of this show would 100% be able to make a traditional podcast show you know, catfish. Let's investigate who are the real people behind, who are the real people behind this catfish. So what is the difference then between a reality TV show or reality podcast show and a kind of more traditional podcast? And I think a traditional podcast has in-depth interviews with people. You really go in depth. You, it's one-on-one, you know, you can really deep dive into how they're feeling. Um, There's a lot of stuff about like The context, you might bring in some experts, you might bring in someone who their family members, you kind of talk more about those uh, to those people who can give some context, who can actually explain like, why are people falling for these catfish explaining a little bit, you know, whatever it is that happens psychologically to us, when we're in so much pain, because a lot of these people who are falling for catfish are going through so much pain. And so they're able to believe anything anyone on the internet tells them. And that context is never given, you could have the narrator say something, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think also a really important thing is that a traditional podcast is really able to leave things unclear, like leaves things with a question mark, you know, Um, because if you look at how reality TV works or reality podcast works, everything is in this neat little package. When the sad scene comes on, sad music plays. When the happy scene comes on, happy music plays. People are put super on the spot. They're thrown into really traumatic moments. And we're just, there staring at them going through something. That's probably one of the biggest things they've had to go through in their life. Like these are really traumatic things. And we're just gawking at these people. I mean, that's what reality TV is, right? And it's, really kind of weird and a little fucked up. And even the fact that it's a podcast, you're listening to it in the background. And I think a podcast, a traditional podcast, is able to give you an in-depth look at what they're actually thinking. Maybe a little bit of space. You're not necessarily hearing them go through those traumatic moments. So you're not gawking at them going through some of the most personal moments in their life. You're just hearing Mm. them recount them which feels more ethical. But then also that in a in a traditional podcast, things are able to be left open, right? For catfish, it would be good to be like, are you going to catfish again? Um, maybe. maybe. <laughs> and then like, that's the end of the podcast. And I feel like we should be able to sit in those uncomfortable moments a little more when we're talking mm. about this kind of stuff. I get that reality TV is its own thing. I just feel like if MTV wants to be able to get catfish into the future, that's what they should be doing. Because people are changing. And like you were saying with the Netflix documentary, people want things to be a little different. So the premise of this is universal. It's super interesting. People are lying on the internet. They say they're this gorgeous model who's 17, actually a 45 year old man who who is not interested in that, like super suspenseful, interesting um, premise. It's just the way it's been packaged. I feel like has to change. Yeah, I think I. that's my 10 minute spiel. (laughs) There you go. We know why they didn't do the
0: traditional podcasting thing. And it is is—it is time. It is money, right? What do we do with this AP? Oh, we're just going to put it on podcasts. Why not, right? It costs nothing, pretty much. So I think there is there is that. Um, what I would have liked to have a bit more of is exactly what you say, kind of bringing it a bit more up to date, even though these episodes are older, but maybe that's the beauty of it. These episodes are older. Why don't you have somebody come in and be like, hey, all of these things, can be viewed in a completely different lens now. And this is the kind of stuff that's interesting and, you know, and we can update it and updating things is beautiful. And nobody's like exactly. saying that catfish doesn't have any value, but if you're going to be putting it out there, pretending that this is trying to attract a new kind of audience, it's kind of not. Mm-hmm. My question then is, what is your favorite episode? We didn't listen to all the episodes of Catfish. We have to disclaim that we listened to about mm. five. I accidentally listened to six because it just kept playing and I never stopped it. <laughs> You're
1: like, oh, I'm addicted to right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, okay, I snuck in an extra, but uh, yeah, we listened to about five. Which one was your favorite and why? Do you have a favorite? Um,
1: favorite's a hard question. Well, firstly, like I said before, I feel like they all kind of feel similar. Now, when I'm looking back, I can't really figure out... Which one was which? They're all quite similar, yeah. um, Sort of similarly. I mean, the one with the woman who thinks she's dating Chris Brown. I'm not sure if this is my favorite because I felt really sorry for her because, like, to believe that, I mean, you're really, yeah, yeah, you're really in deep. But I mean, she she's so kind. Like, she gives her she gives her catfish a hug at the end. Like, that's insane. I don't know. So I don't. Maybe I don't really have a favorite one because I. But what about you? Did you have a favorite episode? Like you said, it, like picking a favorite,
0: is hard because it's a bit like what it, What is the criteria for being yeah for being favorite? <laughs> but yeah. I think there was there was one that I was I thought was quite just kind of encapsulated what was wrong with this <laughs> show, <laughs> which was the one where there was like a woman. I think it was her son that called in. Spoiler alert! But the person that was catfishing her was actually somebody who was already on catfish. And their reaction to that person was like, how have you been since season two? How is this not a problem? And then in the end, they're like, you should stop catfishing. And she's like, okay. Because it is like a scripted reality TV show. It could have just been that they ran out of cast and they were like, we have to cast somebody. So they just had to go again. I have to say that there was a lot of quite like violent scenes, but there was also big problems with like the way they depicted addiction and just really like depression and all of these really important subjects that we should be talking about, but they really were just brushed under the rug, kind of. Yeah. You know, it was very much, let's not talk about this.
1: So often they were kind of encouraging the person who'd been catfished to become friends with the person who'd catfished them. Mm. And we've talked about this before, especially women being sort of forced to be like best friends with people who've put them through incredible, incredible strain and anguish. Mm. The one episode where it turns out the woman is real, like she's not a catfish. She just has obviously insane problems with addiction and just poverty and 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 dating the wrong man. Then they're like, "Get her out of your life." Keep. I'm like, this is a real woman who's just really struggling, and he knew she was struggling. Yeah, that that exact episode is the one I'm talking
0: about. I think it's called like Mason mm-hmm. and Leah. Like we said, there was like a lot of class problems that they didn't address and all this.
1: Yeah, but that paired Mm. with the fact that they're always trying to set them up with the cat fit, you know? Yeah, it felt like there was something that
0: really upset them about her erratic behavior, which was all connected to multiple hosts of problems that were not really in Mm -hmm. her control. So Mm -hmm. it just felt difficult to listen to that one. Um, Well... I mean, it's going to be a hard one to answer, but what were your overall know. thoughts? Would you recommend it? Ziggy's staring into the distance.
1: She's <laughs> I really, uh, I don't know. She's like... wearing a
0: pink top. Her hair is
1: up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She has a big smile on her face. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, I Would I recommend it? No, I don't think I would. I don't think it needs me to recommend it either. I think if they had maybe gone in a completely different direction with this, I would have. Because I'm not, I don't know. I don't want people to think I'm super pretentious or whatever. I think this premise is really good. Like, you know, I really love the suspense and all that. Like, it was addictive. Because I don't feel like they were doing something new with the content, like new with the storylines. I don't think I would. Yeah. But it, but it wasn't like I hated it. Like, I, I I see the place for this. I think I feel the same Would it,
0: if somebody was like, oh, I'm looking for a new podcast to listen to. I wouldn't say go listen to Catfish. No. Although if I had a friend, like you said, that the person that I would recommend it to, I do have a friend who is really into reality TV, but she doesn't listen to podcasts. If she asked me yeah. for a recommendation, I'd tell her this. Exactly. 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 Mm. I think that's perfect then. The big reveal. How many
1: booms big reveal. does it get? I, oh, I feel scared to say first because I don't know. I feel scared. I would say like, I would say like three. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I don't think it was bad. Like it was what it was. (laughs) Like, obviously we can't judge this as like great art because it's reality TV, but like I feel like they were able, they are kind of doing something that's new in podcasting, which, you know, gives it some points, I feel, because this isn't really something that has existed before. I've never heard reality podcast before. So for what it is, it's like as good as it can get, really, I think. So, yeah, I don't know. What did you think?
0: I think same, maybe
1: two and a half or a three. Yeah
0: just because i feel like for some of the other ones that so we've lived like, that i but could, like but it's hard
1: to rate it comparing it to something that's like proper investigative journalism i mean exactly. like this is what it is like it was never going to be the best thing we've ever heard we knew yeah. that going in but we but but i do understand 2.5. but i also understand 2.5 <laughs> you understand this it, but do you want to when give you it have our personalities where it's like no yeah no, <laughs> you no you're booms no my booms. <laughs> um i don't know what's 2.7. <laughs> 2.7. Let's do a 2.7. Yeah.
0: I would like, b- okay. just because I want to hear how you pronounce 2.7 booms. Okay. <laughs> boo, boo, boo. You just held your mouth open for a longer period yeah. of time?
1: <laughs> a little longer. one was <laughs> kind of silent. That extended the decimal points a bit more.
0: Okay. I agree nice. with you. This yeah. was. I think that's 7. a very, very good ranking. Next thing, last thing,
1: is what were your recommendations? Mm, yeah. So I want to recommend this week the Bugle podcast. It's with Andy Zaltzman. Uh, he's been so he's a British comedian. He's got very funny mm-hmm. clown like hair. <laughs> um, it used to be with John Oliver. So they he, they were co-host together with the Bugle podcast. And then John Oliver went to the US and became super famous. But mm-hmm. they've been doing this podcast for like a decade, like maybe even more like they've been podcasting before it was cool. And it's just like a funny take on the news. You know, Andy Zaltzman likes to, he's, it's like satire. He likes very silly, um, kind of outlandish jokes, which I don't, like, sometimes a little odd. Um, but, you know, it's very funny. I like just satirical takes on the news for the week. Yes. That sounds good. Yeah, I just subscribed as you were talking. Found it, subscribed.
0: My podcast recommendation for this week is an episode of, um, also a comedian, also a British comedian. We, we we run in the same circles which is which is katherine ryan's podcast um which i really really like even though i don't like i have to admit i don't listen to every single episode because she is so on point like she releases an episode i think every week which is great so if you're kind of looking for something that will keep keep you insane keep you going this is perfect for that Uh, and they're quite short they're about 40 minutes the podcast is Catherine ryan telling everybody everything She is obviously hilarious, but she's also very much interested in the way that we live and the way that the world works. And the episode that I want to recommend is called FAT, in all capitals. And it is about the fat acceptance movement and why it matters. And it's about her personal experiences with it as well. Every time I listen to Catherine Ryan, I walk away feeling a bit more powerful, like everything will be okay. Okay.
1: Yay, I'm going to actually subscribe to that
0: because I've listened to some of them, but it's not something I've subscribed to, but you've convinced me. She is really good. Mm-hmm. So I think that's pretty much it, though, for our episode, right?
1: We're done. That's it. Yeah, yeah. now we're going to go catfish some people, obviously. Oh, yes. I'm like Swedish girl in your area, and Anya's like Russian girl in your area. <laughs> I wonder how many people I could catfish. The reveal is I'm actually cuter than <laughs> I <don't know>. what? <laughs> cuter than you thought. <laughs>
0: You cannot be a bad person or you cannot have problems yeah, exactly. if you're in
1: heart. Yeah. you're having problems dating, you're hot. You're, yeah. You're totally your heart? <laughs> uh, so yeah.
0: So that's what we're going to go do. Uh, we're going to go and scam some people. It is quite possible because Ziggy and I are not in the same location that one of us is actually a catfish. Whoa. I who. Wow. I wonder who. Yeah. I mean, we'll
1: find out. Have you ever video chatted with me? You've only heard my voice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I actually have every video chat record it. Yes. So. <laughs> and I guess we'll find out at my wedding <laughs> when you show up and you be like, yeah, is, this you? Actually is this you? I'm a 40-year-old man. I mean, as long as your dietary requirements don't change between your real self and, <laughs> and the catfish,
1: <laughs> then
0: I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> well, okay. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope that you enjoyed this episode, but we also hope that you go and listen to some more podcast that so you can tell us about whether you love them or hate them or just want us to hear
1: them we are here for it love that and if you want to tell us about them you can just follow us on instagram at pause play repeat pod or on twitter at pause play our pod
0: yes please go follow us everywhere and if you want to if you want to reach out to us and tell us about a podcast slide into our dms this is what we're here for do not slide into our dms if you're a catfish um although i wonder how many followers we have for who are a catfish
1: yeah that's a good question
0: yeah and we'll see you guys next time and enjoy your whatever i don't know what day of the week it is just enjoy your day Bye bye
1: bye cute nice yeah
0: we did that well done us